Maligayang Pasko, friends! This is Bethel Bumanglag, your co-host here at Grody Podcast. I don't know about you, but I love the Christmas season. There is a certain excitement and anticipation in the air. Growing up, the Christmas season was always the time when I see all my relatives. So, me and my family, we live far away from like the extended family. So it's really a joy for me to be around cousins and aunts and uncles at least once a year. We would travel 12 hours from Lawag City, Ilocos Norte. As ni mga Ilocano friends ko dyan. So from Ilocos Norte to Quezon City, 12 hours. And every year, there will be a competition across town. And it would either be a Belen competition a parole competition, Christmas tree or light competition. I know you know what I'm talking about. So I especially loved it when my dad chose to travel during the night because I get to see the decorations in their full splendor. So I would always look forward to attending Christmas parties, playing parlor games, getting gifts, going to the mall, seeing all the decorations, you know, picture, picture. Lalo na when I was in Baguio, I studied in Baguio. SM Baguio, they have really good Christmas decorations. So, then kami and my friends go, would go and take photos that, you know, sa backdrops na parang may snow, ganyan. So, it's always a festive time. So, I also look forward going shopping with ninongs and ninangs, eating so much food. Caroling from one tindahan to the other, you know, even as a teenager, we, we still did that. So, yeah. <sighs> Those were the very, like, just really good days. And now that I've grown up, you know, I still look forward to the excitement. But there are also two different emotions that creeps in. Especially in the last two years we've had. And these two emotions that I've felt more deeply, it's anxiety and fear. And I know that these emotions are powerful. They could be motivators or they can cause paralysis. Depending on your experience and personality, anxiety and fear could make you do things you shouldn't and stop you from doing things that you should be doing. And fam, I do not blame you for feeling these negative emotions. We live in a scary and unpredictable world. So now I understand why the adults, you know, were grumpy growing up because I have become one of them. <laughs> grumpy and always tired. And I understand, to be quite honest, I have not completely processed the loss that I've experienced that was brought about by the pandemic. I have not seen my family in four years. So if you've been listening to podcast na to, you know that I am actually in the U.S., and uh, haven't been able to come home due to the pandemic or my parents have not been able to come here that is a pandemic. They were supposed to come to my graduation this May, but because of the pandemic, they were not allowed to travel. I lost my grandmother to COVID. And even though she was 98, we still felt that loss, you know, that grieving because she's gone. And 
we were not given an opportunity to grieve with family. Sobrang bilis ng process, and because of the pandemic, the family in the Philippines couldn't even like see the body and kailan makremate and all of those things. And we were watching over Zoom as the funeral home people were taking away the body, and it was really difficult to watch. But it wasn't just our family. I have family and friends who lost their job. I watched some friends delay their big life plans like marriage or moving. Some of my girlfriends, high school friends, were pregnant and gave you know birth during the pandemic, risking contracting the virus while giving birth. And together with many other people, suffered loneliness and isolation. That uncertainty, na. Akala ko ba two weeks lang yung lockdown? And it's been four weeks, it's been a month, it's been a year, it's been two years. You know, and still haven't gone or passed the mark. Hopes and dreams of a better pandemic response shattered by, frankly, bad governance and selfish ambitions of politicians. Unchristian comments or unkind comments on Facebook and Twitter are in full on display. Families are fighting each other over trivial matters, over who to vote for, whether people should get vaccinated or get ivermectin, if churches should be allowed to meet or if children should go back to school. And of course, iba yung, yung tension dito sa US and dyan din sa Pilipinas. But I, I'm very much aware of how, like the kind of suffering that my family and friends experience. And I can go on and on and on, listing down all the hard situations. We were just thrusted into these past two years like I did not volunteer <laughs> I don't know about you but I did not volunteer for this but you know just in this past week I found myself quietly whispering Pasko na naman not in an exciting tone of oh my Pasko na naman but in a low tone with anxiety in my voice oh my Pasko na naman. Pasko na naman, meaning for some of you, you know, I have to see my family that I argued with on Facebook about politics. Pasko na naman, meaning you need money to buy gifts for your friends and family and mga inaanakis. Pasko na naman, meaning the new year is coming. And I, am I ready for this new year? Hindi ko pa nga napaprocess yung 2020 eh. It is so easy to spiral down and let my fears and anxiety overcome, you know, and overwhelm me. It's so easy to ignore and deny the realities of these emotions. But the way out of ruminating in our fears and anxiety is not to shove it down deeper, which all of us have done and most of us are still doing, right? Parang, I have no time to pause. I have no time to process. There's been so many things that have happened and I know that if I sit down, it's just gonna hit me all at once like a ton of bricks. However, we need to recognize the losses and allow ourselves for us to grieve. Because fear and anxiety causes us to look back to the losses and then prepare and anticipate the future losses we're going to experience. Therefore, the antidote to overthinking or this unhealthy anticipation is grieving. Bethel naman, Paskong Pasko, bakit kailangan maging malungkot? 
some of you might be saying no but give me a chance to kind of give you to follow this argument no that grieving is the best backdrop for rejoicing and if you read the christmas story closely you will find this to be true and and you know listen to what to some of my arguments and just bear with me i know that some of you are very familiar with the christmas story and para ang cheesy naman babalik tayo sa christmas and i'm like i'm talking about christmas and it, this is the greatest time you know the perfect time to really think about christmas it's during the christmas season so for years you know yung mga israelites were seeking redemption and relief from their political oppressors the romans They also know that this redemption is promised to them and this will come through a Messiah who will bring freedom to the nation of Israel. The Christmas story itself found in the book of Luke is a bleak one. Mary and Joseph looking for a place to stay dahil puno na ang mga hostels at the time. Sa desperation nila, nagsettle sila sa, sa isang shed kung saan doon nakatira ang mga animals. Alam ni Joseph and Mary kung sino or ano ang ginadala ni Mary. Could you imagine what they were feeling? I mean, I don't know about you, but kung ako si Mary, I would be thinking like this. I'm like, wait lang, bakit ang hirap? And in that less than ideal backdrop of both the country of Israel and the immediate situation of Joseph and Mary, hope was born into the world. That same night Jesus was born, an angel appeared to a group of shepherds. Yung message ng angel found in the book of Luke went like this. Today, in the city of David, a savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Hey there, this is Mish, and I'm inviting you to listen to season four of Mish Conceptions. We're back with more topics to guide you through adulting, push you towards building a successful career, or help you towards self-improvement. A lot of our experiences in our lives are brought by maling akala or unmanaged expectation. This podcast aims to debunk those misconceptions and help you grow into a better version of yourself. You'll be able to listen to the new episodes every Monday morning to give you the energy boost that you need to start your week. See you there! You might be thinking, Bethel, what's the point? <laughs> and, and let me give you some of the observations that we can gather and also like, you know, gather some tips from the reflections. If you pay attention, you would say, Teka lang, if this is the Messiah who is supposed to be the hope of the world, bakit wala matutuloy yun yung parents niya and lalo na yung nanay niya where she could have, you know, given birth to him in a proper manner? And this might be, you know, might seem cheesy, but truly, you know, bridging the gap of the context to our current situation. I think my honest answer is this. Sometimes hope comes in simple ways or in ways we do not expect. Yung mga Israelites, they were expecting, you know, just a grand entrance from the Messiah and just like this strong man, you know, person who will defeat their enemies who was the Roman Empire at that time and, you know, coming in with an army. But then God, in His wisdom, made it fit to deliver the promise through a baby who is the most 
vulnerable human being. And again, you know, going back to my original point, sometimes we have an ideal version of what hope should look like. Pag nasa harap na natin, hindi natin makita. So many times, this has happened to me. I cannot count. But, you know, again, this Christmas time, let's take time to recalibrate our ideas of what hope and joy look like. Maybe hope right now looks like having a job or having a family. And for some, maybe it's simply being alive. Especially in the past two years, it has been literally plagued by sickness and death. Moving on to my second point and tip then, no? Um, so I said earlier that a good backdrop of hope and rejoicing is grieving. So bakit kailangan mag-grieve in order to get to rejoicing? Because it's rejoicing, because rejoicing without staring loss in the face will be shallow and baseless. You know, it's like rejoicing for the sake of rejoicing. The people of Israel would not be rejoicing for Jesus' birth if they did not see the need for hope and a Messiah. You know, like, again, yung longing for a Savior and just hope na nadaman ng mga Israelites na to. And quite frankly, that I'm also, you know, experiencing of like, God, kailan po matatapos to? When can I see my family? When can I just have stability and just a breather? So it is the same with us now, you know, the deeper understanding of our need for hope, the sweeter the hope comes when it is achieved. You know this, like, yung pinakamasarap mong tulog sa gabi is pag pagod na pagod ka during the day, right? Minsan hindi masarap yung tulog mo pagka relax relax ka lang during the day. But it's the same way na if we stare loss in the face and say, yes, that was a loss and I'm gonna grieve. And I know that rejoicing is coming. I don't know when, but I know it's coming. It's the way to truly grieve and process a loss that we feel. And quite frankly, this has been truly helpful to me because I'm the kind of person that, I mean, as you can tell, the voice is like very jolly, very bubbly. Pero iyakin din ako. <laughs> so actually, pag ako hindi na ako makaiyak, that's when you know people who truly know me panic because they know that I'm not feeling my emotion. You know, I feel my emotions deeply and truly like grieving just makes way and paves the way for, for rejoicing and joy. Another good question is, bakit parang hirap hanapin ang hope? Simple answer here is, we look for hope in the wrong places sometimes. We all need hope that comes from someone or something bigger than us. So, you know, I've always asked this sa friends ko, I'm like, dude, it's so hard to live. You know, life is so hard. Where does your hope come from? And most of the time, you know, my Christian friends would be like, oh, from God. And then, you know, my non-spiritual friends would say, oh, you know, myself. And and I'm just like, to both of them, it's like, is this true? And And if what you're saying is true, Like, does it show up in your life? How does that manifest in your life? And, and you know, like the Israelites, the story of the Israelites, they have a hope that a Messiah is coming. And ikaw ba, what do you think can save you from the misery, anxiety, fears that you are currently experiencing? Si God ba? And if so, what does that mean? Yung sarili mo ba? You know, your, yourself can save yourself. And what does that mean? Honestly, that's a lot of pressure for me. 
And some people, you know, would say it's more money, more power, more control. And I'm not saying these are bad, you know. Well, these can certainly alleviate some of the symptoms of anxiety and fear and misery. <laughs> They don't really satisfy our deepest desire, which maramitayong deepest desire. But for now, for the sake of our conversation, I think it is going back to the main tip kanina that relying on someone or something. That's bigger than yourself is so important because we are made for that. We are made to rely on someone or something. And I know some of you that are listening, like Bethel, you're wrong because I literally raised myself. I don't rely on anybody, and you know I can you know work this out by myself. And honestly, this is a grow deep podcast. We've always talked about God and the important role of God in our growth, in our personal growth. But at the same time, we never really force anybody, you know, this belief on anybody. Instead, we invite our listeners to consider exploring this God of the Bible that we talk about. And then, whether you're spiritual or not, I know that this question have, you know, touched your mind. Bakit parang lai naman ni God? Kung totoo man siya, Or I know that it's true, but I still feel like he's so far away during this season, hard, hard season. And bro, sis, I feel you because that is a constant, you know, feeling that I also have. But I'm so thankful for the Christmas story because again, we turn to the Christmas story, and this time in the book of Matthew. This is the passage that I found in Matthew 1:23 when the angel was prophesying about Jesus. It says, "See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated God with us." Hence, again the beauty of the Christmas story. That God sent this hope in the form of a human baby at that time to show us that He's near, that He's willing to come to us to show and to really help us understand that He is pursuing us and wanting to have a personal relationship with us by sending Jesus, His Son, to the world. And again, another really good passage. In Psalm 34:18, which is so good, sabi dito, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and He saves those crushed in spirit. So if you're brokenhearted, and if you're crushed in spirit, you're anxious and fearful for the future. I, I just invite you during this Christmas season to grieve the losses that you've experienced and seek hope that is found in Christ. And if you think you know you need more conversation about this, welcome. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. And again, personally, and I know that this is also how Matt and Kuya Denmark feels. You know, thank you for growing with us this year, and we hope that you would keep journeying together next year. Whether excited, come on, or anxious, come on. You know, I hope that you continue listening to us and maybe this episode has been really helpful to you. Share it to a friend. And again, thank you for listening and I hope this was a helpful conversation and we just wanted to thank, you know, the Podcast Network Asia that has brought you this podcast. Hanggang sa muli, maligayang Pasko!
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.